So who are you gonna be? Oh, it'll be a surprise. Okay, well we we might we might be the same people then. I don't I don't think we will. Okay. I don't think we're gonna be the same people. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be an awesome person. Me too. Are you there? Yeah. We can't both be Aaron Brockovich. Mm, no. Okay. All right, I'll go first. I'm the limey. And I'm the limey. In which case, you better tell them. You tell them it's lethal watching. Damn it, Jared. I told you I was going to be someone awesome. I told you I was going to be someone awesome. We were both someone awesome. He's, a, he's, an, awesome, he's an awesome guy, isn't he? The me? Yeah. Well, uh, that also hits two beats that we're going to talk about today, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Pro- yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. It, yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. There there's a link. See, look at that. There's a link there. Um, yeah. Hello, Jared. Hello, Phil. Hello, Martin. There's, there's no Martin. No Martin. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. He's going to dip in at, at some point. But at the start, it's old school lethal watching. Old school to the maximum. How many episodes like this did we do? Was it 12? On our own? Yeah. Was it not more than that? I can't remember. Oh, I think it was loads. <laughs> it felt like loads. I think it was loads. I think it was, what, seven or eight years? Yeah, bite that. But I think that's what it felt like in effort time. Yeah. Uh, remember, I was doing all the editing at that time. Happy days. Happy days. <laughs> Happy days. Then, then I don't have a Mac anymore, therefore editing stopped. You can still, like, you know... No, download, I can't. You can download Audacity. Nah. Audacity's too hard to edit them. Yeah, but it's I had to worth, do it in It's Audacity. not worth the hassle. But I had to do it in Audacity. When you stopped editing, I didn't have a Mac. I had to do it in Audacity. Yeah, but now you do, and therefore... Yeah, but you can you can help out sometimes, Jared. For God's sake. Um, I'll do the one that's just raw. <laughs> what the one you don't actually edit at all? <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, how are you, Gerard? I'm pretty good. Yourself? Yeah, I've been following your like your your what your workouts on the Facebook. Oh, I'm working out. As you're like in some kind of Chinese commune, like taking up heavy things of water up steps and stuff, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. It's essentially um, that. <laughs> it's essentially every montage you've ever thought of in an 80s movie. I've thought of a lot of montages, Jared. But a that's me. You think of those montages, and that's what I do. Let's see you doing them, is it? Yeah. For instance, tomorrow there will be um, rope ladder climbing. Um, there will be tractor tire flipping. There will be sled pushing. Oh, my goodness. Sled pushing. Um, yeah. Isn't that essentially uh, Rocky Falls training montage? Pretty much. Oh, good with me. So it's pretty awesome. Is there a nearby mountain that you went up at the top and go, Drago? Um, the, actually, I didn't, but the 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 other ones who who, who go to the same gym went up to a, a mountain nearby here recently. Did they um, shout? Did they shout Drago from the top? 
I don't think they would have, Phil. I think <laughs> I think it really would have took me. <laughs> it needs you to bring that magic to, to it, doesn't been it? there to have done that, yeah. I, I know what you're doing while it's working out anyway, because it's nearly, it's two weeks till ConCon. I'm going to flex. <laughs> flex my pecs in your face. You're just going to be there, like, stay them in the oil fight scene. <laughs> Ripping your shirt off, getting. No, I'm not get bringing any. Uh, I'm not bringing any um, hand luggage. I'm bringing two dumbbells, <laughs> and that's it. I'm just going to stand in the background while you're all playing games, going, yeah, it's pumping iron. Yeah, and then once I'm done with pumping the dumbbells, I'm going to pump everyone at Concon. Oh wow, this is something to look forward to. I think for people who don't know what Concon is, it's what it's like some kind of uh, convention based around the. Dearly Departed Consolvania TV show thing. Which neither of us have been to before. No, we've not been. They've, this is what the sixth one, and yeah. we've never been to them before. Me and Gerard, and a lot of other people have, and we've been badgered for a long time. And now we're going. And now we're going. So therefore, this is going to be the most awesome one. The most awesome con con that's yeah. ever been a con con. Yeah, I'm trying. Keep it between you and me, Gerard. I'm trying to get a template, multi uh, template satin bomberman going. Yeah, you, you're looking for a multi tab, are you? Hmm. Mm. That's a, you, you wouldn't have thought it, but for like um, a, a nearly 20-year-old console, that's surprisingly hard to find. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? Actually, there was a retro shop whenever I lived in Birmingham that was just around the corner for me, and I bet you any money they would have had it. Oh, that's good to know. The, the place where you I don't live any anymore. Money. The place where you don't live anymore, which is, you know, hundreds yeah. of miles away from where you are currently. Yeah. They might have one, possibly. I bet you there, 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 there would be one there. Well, I got, there was a fella I said I want on eBay. I got some iron simplify with him. There's a retro shop in town. I need to check and see if they got some in there as well. So, you know, okay. there's stuff, there's stuff in there. And then I just need to find, we just need to find um, eight, eight, eight uh, joy pads. Hmm. It's uh, going like a dream. So, so have you got enough, have, have you got enough um, controllers in that? I don't know. I don't know. I, um, I got my Sega Saturn from my parents' house and my official pad's broken and the third party pad's still working. Uh, what do you think about that? That's crazy talk, isn't it? Normally, mm-hmm. the official ones last longer. Um, uh, Ross, 87th, who's bringing, he's supplying the Saturn and Bomberman. I think he's got two. So that's, what, three pads? So okay. Three minus ten is... Seven. Seven. Seven, seven, seven yeah. Seven short at the moment. Seven short, and then assuming we do, there's no one else really has one. Yeah, well, other people, some people must have Saturns up there in Scotland, in Scotland, Scotch land, and Scotch all that. land, the land of Irish whiskey. We got exactly, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to eating some inappropriately deep fried food as well. Um, trying to, I'm, I'm sure there's no such thing exists as a Saturn controller, um, adapter. Oh, that's an idea. So, like, so you could use other pads on it. Yeah. Oh, Gerard, look at you. That's Just thinking, thinking, but I don't, thinking, I'm sure it. there isn't. Yeah, I'm sure. Thanks, thanks, Gerard. There's new... Oh, that's for an emulator. 595. Mm, that's no, still good. No good at all, is it? No, we'll, we'll work something out. At least if we can even get one multi-tap and a few pads, that'll still be awesome. Yeah, well, even if you had four, it would be good, but... I think we can all agree Bomberman is quite possibly the greatest multiplayer game ever. Well, yeah. Circuit Breakers is pretty good. Huh? Circuit Breakers. What? So it's like a, it was like a Micro Machines style oh, PlayStation the... and Sega Saturn oh, 2 Dreamcast controller gamepad converter. Not helping, Jared. Mm. I'm, that, just, like... I'm, I'm just thinking. 
The one you like the running people. You like running. Is it that one? The running. What one? Circuit breakers? Yeah. No, no, no. You were little cars. Uh, uh, not as good and as Bomberman. And Pro Evo, of course. Not as good as Bomberman. And Goldeneye. Still not as good as Bomberman, though. And. I can't remember. Not as good as Bomberman. I'm just going to keep saying that because nothing is as good as Bomberman. No. That's, you know, it's Bomberman. Well, we'll find out whenever three people can play it. Maybe Mario Kart, you know? Bit of crazy oh, yeah, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Have you ordered your Mario Kart yet? Yes. Yes. I'm going to be rubbish, but I'll practice for a day or two and then just be excellent. <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. With, with a good montage sequence, and you're there, aren't you? Pretty much. In yeah. fact, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down to the gym and just go do do do, play Mario Kart, no tire flips. Do do do. Just sat on like the uh, multi trainer, play Mario Kart. I will do it. Do you reckon that'll go down well with the muscle bound people in your gym? What? Me you... playing Mario Kart in the corner? Yeah, they're all like they're lifting like heavy things, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I need to practice with the uh, the uh, the cornering thing. Control. I was I was a whiz at Mario DS, so. I will see. Were you, were you one of the cheaters who was doing the snaking thing? I bet you no, were. No, I, I just bet you were. I just flat out won. You were, you were a, uh, a big cheating meanie, I bet. Mm. He's not denying it. He's not denying it. Therefore, you're a big cheating meanie. I was good at, uh, uh, pretty good at snares one. Mm. Was that, I think, I believe, um, if I remember correctly from last year, I believe that was the one where the tournament was held for the Jacket of Champions. Was it? That is currently in the arms of, um, I believe, Cameron Phillips from Break for Frogger. I think he, uh -huh. he he's. But they had they had uh, that. The, I think the I think the first one they had the the coke didn't they? They had. Um... Yeah, that's what Cameron owns the, the coke yeah. champions, which is looks terrific. Wonder if that will be back. It better be. I'll mm. be sorted because I want to bring it, you know, south of the border where it belonged. Mm -hmm. Like you know. You know the... what, Phil? Yeah. That's not. Louise. <laughs> Sorry, we got distracted by talking about Concon. Cut this bit out. All right, I'll cut that out, and then we'll talk about some films that we've seen recently.
Well, I think there's really only one film to talk about, isn't there? Yeah, I saw Behind the Candelabra. Yeah, it was good. Right, moved on. <laughs> done it. Moving on that now. Go on, then. We're done. Well, what do you think, Phil? What do you think we're going to talk about? What do you think we're going to talk about? Um, well, I went through a thing watching the three Matrix films again. Oh, right. Well, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was Did you do that? Like, uh, I just bored, you know. I thought, I'll just watch the three of them back to back and see what it's like. And oh, it was like... God. Uh First was like, yeah! Second was like, yeah! Third was like, oh, God. Yeah, that was a silly idea, Phil. But, but you know, the end of The Matrix Revolutions, and this is where the story gets interesting, kind of dealt with this superhero battle across a big city. Ooh, there is that. You see? You see where I'm going with this, Gerard? You see yep, where I'm yep, going with yep. this? Yep, Which, yep. Um, this was one particular... Isn't in Behind the Candelabra. It's not in Behind the Candelabra. Um, but the fight between Smith and Neo, they're kind of flying around the city like a superhero character. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of bashing each other through stuff and they're punching each other so hard the mm-hmm. sonic booms are going up through the rain and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it, it didn't look great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked, good, it looked good, but you could like I think we discussed before that the CG in the Matrix hasn't aged that well. It's, the, the characters look a bit rubbery. Rubbery dubbery. Fake rubbery dubbery. And you could really kind of tell that. So it looked looked a little bit kind of, you know, the the, uh, the old sonic boom punches. Yeah. Looked good. So um, I watched that and then I thought, you know what? I wonder what this would look like when the same fight's done in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And I went to see that at the cinema. And? And? It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um Guys, we're done with that section, right? Moving on. Wasn't the <laughs> I mean it wasn't the probably wasn't the film I thought in my head that it was gonna be. Yeah. Well what um, kind of what, what did you think it was gonna be then? Well, I suppose I still I still had the suspicion in my mind that it wasn't going to be just quite as flat out serious as it ended up being. Yeah. Um, you know, when, like when we were talking about the trailer and there was the bit with, um, uh, the bit with Lois, Henry Cavill and them talking in the, in at the table. Yeah. You know, I thought there would be more of that, of that slightly more light sort of stuff to it, but it wasn't, I mean, it not, I, that it didn't bother me that it was sort of pretty serious. But would you say po-faced? Mm. I, I personally, I would say it bordered on po-faced. But yeah, it probably did, you know, because um, I mean, as much as people, I mean, I well, first of all, it, I didn't like a lot of people are were given off about it saying, well, it's nothing like the Christopher Reeve movies. Well, that's just stupid. That doesn't bother me, right? Yeah. It's nothing like Christopher Reeve. Well, there's nothing going to be like Christopher Reeve movies because Christopher Reeve's dead. And they tried he's not, that. He's not going to be in this one. So they tried not, Superman Returns. It didn't work, did it? So you're not going to get another Christopher Reeve movie. So there's no point in saying it's not like Christopher. They tried that with Superman Returns. It failed. Yeah, exactly. You know, so done. End of. That's. I'm happy enough with that. Yeah. Um. The second thing was. Uh. What else were they talking? Well, yeah, the, okay. So it was quite serious. Fine, okay, that's okay. I probably would have liked it to have been not like the Christopher Reeve movies, but just with a bit, bit more of. 
I mean, I didn't want. I don't want it to be the Avengers because it was. It's not the Avengers. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that I think was that, that a lot of people thought. were comparing it to the Marvel movies, and I think the Marvel movies are probably more, in inverted commas, comic book. You know, they 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 have more. I probably of that comic book. Maybe like a broader tone. Yeah, you know, they they like all of the Marvel movies have that. I mean, Iron Man has all that superhero action and everything else and then the sort of the light-hearted areas to it um you know uh captain america the same thor the same avengers very much the same they all have that um big action blockbuster sci-fi stuff but then that bit of humor and all to them and i mean certainly the avengers with joss whedon doing it you know yeah. it, it became Oh, it has some killer lines. So. Come on, and hilarious. I suppose in comparison, DC's movies so far are a hell of a lot serious, more serious. Even Green Lantern is 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 more serious, you know, yeah. it, in general. Oh, there were uh, a few kind of like um, lines it's probably in closest the Dark in tone. Even though the film overall isn't brilliant, it's probably the closest in tone to the Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Batman films are all very serious. And yes, Superman, it is a serious movie. They don't go in for laughs. There's, you know, overall, there's no, it's a straight up sort of action, sci-fi, superhero movie. Um, and that's fine. And I do see people's problems with, because you mentioned it there, I do see people's problems with the, the scale of destruction and everything that went on. But I think, I think there will be, there will be, you know, I think that will have repercussions. In like the next film. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I think there will be repercussions. People saying, well, you know, Superman, why didn't he fly, you know, Zod somewhere else to get away from all the devastation and everything that happened and blah, 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 blah. Well, I have to, and you know, people said he flew into like a, a, a petrol station and blew it up. Well, I like to think that Superman knew there wasn't going to be anybody there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe that's just me, but I don't know. You know, it's uh, I I accept people's issues with it. I don't understand the way pe- some people think that the their issues with it make the film, you know, utterly, utterly terrible. Yeah, it's it's nowhere near as terrible. I mean, I, I mean the main review I read was uh, Mark Wade's one, which is quite an interesting review and quite a good take on it. He, yeah, and and you know, I think if anyone's gonna have a, a take on Superman, it's Mark Weed. Yeah, I mean, considering his history of the character, and but the kind of then what you've got to say is, well, Mark Weed, Kingdom Come, that's not that's fairly serious, you know. Yeah. Superman and that is not, haha, chuckle chuckle. <laughs> Superman's never haha, chuckle chuckle. Yeah, but his his, his main <laughs> issue though that was with, it was it was with the choice Superman makes to the end, which you know, spoilers, folks, spoilers, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler, he, mm. you know, he, uh, Sonic Boom next snaps General Zod. Yeah. Which, you know, he was kind of like, his point was the whole thing about Superman doesn't kill, which I think he has done. Well, he, he has done. But, I mean, he, he, he um, and that's what caused him then to say, I'm never going to kill again. Yeah. There was that thing in, um, like a similar bit at the end of Kingdom Come, if I'm going to refer back to Mark yeah. Wade's work, where like Superman's got the excuse to kind of kill everybody and he doesn't. Yeah. So I don't know if like he was kind of thinking of the like, but then that, they talk about different characters, I suppose, because that Superman in that well, film is like yeah, this, it's not career, this is so. Mark Wade Superman. I mean, this this Superman in this film isn't isn't anyone Superman. It's, it's, it's Zack Snyder Superman. Superman isn't it? it's like... And people say, oh well, fair enough. You know, 
like he kills Zod to save these four people when hundreds and millions of people have died probably as a result of what's been happening up to that yeah. point. Well, that's all well and good, but the, you know, he's faced with looking at these people about to get killed. Yeah. And you know, who's to say that he, he wouldn't have tried to kill Zod. You know, he didn't like he could have probably killed Zod way early on. Yeah. But he doesn't want to kill him. Like it's not the point is that it's not that he kills Zod and it's not when he kills him. He he doesn't want to kill him, but he gets to that point where he realizes, I think, at that stage when Zod is about else. to kill his people, he will not stop. Yeah. It's and he's I, going to have to do something. I like the way people kind of like um compared it to when at the end in Doctor Who when the master dies. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, the Doctor Who's uh, the Doctor Who character is kind of properly cut up about it because that's the last part of his world that's dead. It's essentially what's happened to Superman. Like the last part of his world, yeah, is completely dead. I Although, know. Been, but the thing is, there's they're not they're, all the rest have gone to the the Phantom Zone, Zone and people come in and out of the Phantom Zone fairly regularly. Well, we'll see. Maybe the the, the oh. um, punchy Kryptonian lady will be back. I think that I don't think they'll recreate more Kryptonian. I mean, they're talking about. I'd, I'd hope they don't. They're talking about Doomsday. I think stay away from Doomsday and any death and return. Yeah, leave that for a fair I while, think. I think. I'm happy that if it, if they want to have Lex Luthor in it, but as long as it's not some sort of property scam, I don't mind. Yeah. Um, because I don't think this this Superman wouldn't let that other stuff fly. You know, this Superman would just be like, right, well, I'm going to just... Because this Superman... I think would just be, you know, like in Superman Returns, and there's all that fanny stuff out in the, the the you know the the Kryptonian landmass yeah, yeah. thing. Something tells me that this Superman wouldn't have let that happen at this stage because he wouldn't have been stalking Lois for <laughs> and, half and missing that this was going on. I mean, it's come on, Superman. He's a bit of an idiot sometimes. You know, you go you go up into space and you listen and you can hear all this stuff going out and yet you never once think to listen out for where Lex Luthor's at. Yeah, no. anyway. There's so many uh, bad logic choices in that. Brainiac no. would be reasonable, I suppose. I mean, the problem, I think Superman's... It's going to be... A, it's, it, it, it's hard probably to get a villain. Zod works because he's his equal as such. Exactly, yeah, because he's like his he's nemesis, isn't he? He's like the, yeah. the, the dark version it's of his powers. It's hard to get, going to get someone who can give that kind of... Um, the visceral aspect of it. And that's why I think they'll do some sort of Mickey dead and returns. I mean, I don't think they should because he's only just new. You know, you can't sort of go straight into like Doomsday type stuff. No, I need to build up to that. Um, and, and plus Doomsday, if they have Doomsday, well, that's just going to be more destruction than blowing shit up. And I, they may do it because, I mean, it's essentially what Michael Bay did for three Transformers movies. <laughs> that's true. I, mean, I, I understand people's problems with that. But I mean, to be fair, it did look bloody amazing. It did, and it looked pretty much, and it sounded great, and he's a great Superman, and Lois Lane's pretty good Lois Lane, and all, you know, I had no problems with with the the structure of the movie. I liked the fact that it was flashbacks rather than starting off. The whole Krypton thing at the start was pretty great. Krypton was, I really thoroughly enjoyed, like, the whole world they kind of developed around Krypton was, yeah. well, A, it looked different from the Richard Donner crystal stuff. It kind of had its own look to it, which I thought was probably its biggest success with Krypton. Yeah. I think it's quite easy to fall back into those kind of similar tropes of like what what's been done before. But, but that's they, the, they and pretty that's much stayed away from all of it, didn't they? 
a lot of people annoyed because it isn't what was done before. Pfft, but I... it has to be something else, though, because it's it's almost to the point of being a self-parody. They kind of kept with that tone. It, and I it... don't know. Maybe it's just because I liked it, but anyone who, who I've heard, like, who's been going on about how they didn't like it, they just sound, it just sounds really whiny. <laughs> they just sound really whiny to me. Yeah. You know, everything just sounds like it's just a whine. Yeah, like a whine, 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 whine. Well, we'll see. Well, you know, we'll see. I, I, you know, we're definitely going to get a sequel. We're going to get a sequel. So, and the, yeah. and um, the soundtrack's awesome as well. I mean, that's undeniable. Yeah, oh, the music's good. I've, I'm surprised it's not here yet, my soundtrack CD. Not arrived yet. You yeah. thought, you, thought it'd be there, um, you can't get it elsewhere. You could be there faster than Speeding Bullet, wouldn't you? You would have thought it would have been here by now, but no... Hold on, Marty's online now. Hello. So me and Jared, me and Jared both decided that Superman was shit. Do you agree? Hmm. What was that? Me and Jared you both, decided. You both to... reckon Man of Steel shit? Yeah, it's rubbish. What do you think, Jared? Yeah, pish, pish. Shocking. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. <laughs> no, we didn't, Martin. Hello, Martin. Hello. Here what I am you... to save the day, just like Chris Jericho in the WWF. No. <laughs> Yes, Man of Steel is awesome. Is it though? Is it? Why, yeah. why, why is it awesome, Martin? Because it is. <laughs> it doesn't need to justify itself. Fair uh, have you gone over, like, everyone criticising? Have you gone over and corrected them? Jerry, yeah. uh, Jerry called them a bunch of whiners. Good. Excellent. Have you <laughs> caught up on the people who... Because there was a report, I don't know if you mentioned this, but someone's written a report that, saying that here's why everyone who complained about all these points are wrong. And here's why. There's one point missing from that list, and that is the people who complain about General Zod um, being killed by Superman. Yeah. And to them, I say, watch Superman 2 again, because if you think General Zod survives yeah. after the end of that... the only way you know... The only way people... But the, the, yeah, Zod dies in the, in the theatrical Superman 2. Zod dies. Mm. Now, in the Richard Donner cut, he doesn't die, but... He dies in Superman 2, and essentially they have the 1979 or whatever it was equivalent of the same battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, totally. and yes, it looks, it, it's far more destructive than that. Well, that's because it's 2013, bitches. And we and can do that. Was. But uh, okay, I don't know. I, I'm not, you know, people didn't like it. That's fine. I have no problem. If you didn't like it, that's okay. You don't have to like everything. Okay. But I just think a lot of the complaints about it are just people being whiny and really just picking stuff, you know, as a justification. The thing that gets me as well is I've seen a lot of people compare it to Superman Returns, which is not really a fair. It's not. Move to this make. is what, yeah. This is what we said. I mean, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. You know, as I was saying, a lot of people were were complaining because it wasn't like. The Christopher Reeves Superman, and I says, well, nothing's going to be like Christopher Reeves because Christopher Reeves isn't going to be in it. They tried that with Superman Returns, and it was crap. So yeah, Super Kid Man, Jesus Christ, stupid. You know, anyway. And you know what's also nice is the fact that they've actually casted Lois Lane and Perry White effectively because Frank Langella and the other woman she was oh, she's terrible. Kate Boz, Boz, uh, Boz yeah, yeah, that's the one. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. So. I, yeah, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to a sequel and where it's going to go I'm with just it. Just to see where it goes from here. Yeah. Yeah. Would you want it to go straight into a Justice League film or build up like another couple of Superman films? I first? could see it build up. You know, I could see it build up a bit. Yeah. 
I don't the... think there should be any more Batman movies until Justice League, though. You reckon? Yeah. No, I think leave Batman. Batman. Everybody knows Batman. Batman can just appear, and everybody be like, "There's Batman." There's Batman. We all know Batman. To be honest with you, none of them needed. A, none of none of these people needed origins. Superman didn't. I mean, Wonder Woman, I suppose, is out of the scene a bit. <clears throat> yeah. You you could have justified maybe a bit of intro to her, but everybody knows who Wonder Woman is. Um, yeah. you know, this is not like Iron Man was a relatively probably unknown character to most mainstream people oh yeah he was like third tier you know? character and at that best. Was the whole thing that's that was the whole thing with iron man and that's where it came out of nowhere yeah so you know and thor as well like thor's not really probably gonna like none of marvel apart from spider-man and I, I probably that's it captain america maybe none of marvel's i don't think would be universally as well known as superman batman wonder woman yeah but he, yeah, the, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have needed an intro to any of them. Man of Steel could have just started and not had. I mean, it did, but it didn't need it. Everyone knows who Superman is. Everyone knows where he came from. Um, you know, I think a lot of people. This is actually just cutting back. I think a lot of people were ready to rag on Man of Steel before it came because um, there was this whole plot. This this somebody somewhere mentioned that um, oh they didn't think Krypton was going to be destroyed, and then this garnered all these posts about people going oh my god do they not understand the point blah 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 the film hadn't been out yet and i think people were just wanting to to get on it yeah you know there was a i mean uh, there was just some people i think weren't going to be happy with it i think that's the um the nolan snyder factor i think people are quite willing yeah and people people hate snyder there's a backlash there people you know people never like sucker punts for why cat comics on the still seen it is is rubbish yeah um, but again it still has its fans it does still have a cool yeah, following a lot. Fans, but then everything else he's done has been pretty decent you know yeah. not some of it's great dawn of dead great um i think 300 is great watchmen is pretty okay it's, uh, it's as, as good as good a watchmen film as we'll get yeah yeah <laughs> you know again everybody rags on Watchmen. Well, Watchmen wouldn't have been a good movie as it was. One, it would have been about 10 hours long. Yeah. And two, Alan Moore writes weird stuff. <laughs> Do you know it's what I mean? It's the beard. It's the beard, I swear to God. So, but anyway, yeah, so you could have got away without any of those origins and you could have got away without an origin in Man of Steel, but, you know, lo and behold, uh, the report was wrong. Krypton did blow up. Uh... What a you surprise. Know, all those idiots have wrote, you know, put all these idiotic posts that are yeah. going to be still out in the internet where they whine for a page about but something. You know what? I, I would happen. totally have a film on Krypton because I really, I really enjoyed the world they built up yeah. in that kind of yeah. first 10 minutes. It was great. I think people kind of saw that and thought, hang on, Snyder could do a pretty good Star Wars film then if he's kind of hitting, yeah. this, he's kind of hitting that beat quite well. So Krypton's, Krypton's dead. So there we go. You know what else as well? I thought. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been a bad thing to have more Kevin Costner because I thought he yeah, his job with Kent was top. Yeah, yeah, Costner was good. I mean, the whole cast was good in that film. Yeah, I don't think there's a bad link. I mean, Cavill was a bit stiff in some bits, but it was mainly like I think in the scenes with um, oh, who played his mum? Diane Lane played his mum. Mm. I don't think he could. He quite had the. I don't think he's quite the actor who can kind of. When you put him against like a quote-unquote proper actor, you can kind of see his flaws. You know what I mean? I only kind of felt that he was stiff in those scenes with her, but other than that, like you know, all his Superman stuff was done was spot on. I thought. Yeah, well, that, you know, that was it. He wasn't really ever really Clark Kent, was he? 
No, that's the thing. But it Shannon was. Azad, oh, you know, Stamp was a hard act to follow, and he flipping kicked yeah. that act in the nuts. And yeah, but again, he's, he's not the same Zod, you know. It's the beard, isn't it? It's the beard. It's a different kind of Zod. The good beard he gets in that, that second half of that film. Little grey bit in the middle. Looks regal. That's what it does. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we're all thumbs up to Man of Steel, then. We were. Yeah, yeah. We are uh, right. Yeah. But, I mean, to be honest, the best thing when I saw Man of Steel was seeing the Pacific Rim trailer. That was the best thing. <laughs> Pacific Rim looks amazing. Yeah, not as good as uh, Atlantic Rim, which I posted on no. Facebook last night. Atlantic Rim looks mega. Do you see that, Martin? I miss that. It's, However, um, it does sound a bit pornographic. It's from uh, <laughs> it's the, the, you asylum. Know the Asylum. They do the fake uh, blockbuster films. Oh, okay. That's their version of. You Shazam. should watch it. It's hilarious. Their I'll version. Check of, it out. It's got the the kind of um, one of the detectives from Dive with a Vengeance is in, in it as some kind of military guy. They've essentially watched. You can, but their trailer, you can tell what they've done is they've made a film based on what they've seen in the trailers. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> and what they think the movie's going to be like based on trailers, they've made a movie from that. <laughs> oh, it's just it's hideous, but yeah, give it a watch. It looks it's funny. Amazing. But Man of Steel, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. On Monday. Why on Monday? Because that, that's when you test your smoke alarm. Good safety tip. Thanks, Jerry. Look at my face, ain't this 
We, we, we decided we're going to talk about Steven Soderbergh. We've talked a lot about other stuff, though. Right, I just want to do a quick um, wrap-up on Steven Soderbergh. Just a little okay. quick one. Just a quick okay. Soderbergh last. Yeah, um, Steven Soderbergh. Uh, mainly because I saw Behind the Candelabra last week, which is a very good film, by the way. Yeah, it's, I've heard really good stuff about it. It's a really, really good film. My, uh, Michael Douglas and Matt Damon are really good in it. I problem with it is, is it's a bit of a TV film because it's not getting a theatrical release in America. Is it not? No, it's only through the HBO films today. I think it's only oh. been shown on there. So whether or not it'll be, where it'll land in the award season, I don't know whether it'll be like eligible for the Oscars or not. But Douglas deserves some kind of award for it because he's really good in it. But the main thing is it's um, Steven Soderbergh's last film. Or like what he said is going to be his last film. Well, probably isn't going to be his last film, but that's just what he said about it before it came out. And I thought that was a bit interesting because um, Steven Soderbergh's really good, and I like a lot of his films. So I just thought we had a quick kind of you know chat about his career and what we thought about it because I think he's got his fans and his detractors. I think they kind of rounded on him because of the Ocean's Eleven films, which always felt like a bit like he was. I think the first one's kind of you know that's a good film, but the second two felt like he was just doing it for the paycheck. I mean, Ocean's 12 very much feels like they did it just so George Clooney could have a holiday in Italy with his friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good. Mm. I thought you thought you'd all <laughs> <it. laughs> you died then. <laughs> but he's done some other very good films. Mainly where, one... where, where do you, where do you, I mean, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about his stuff, but where do you put, um, uh, where do you put this? Uh, you know, uh, for the rest of uh, with the rest of his movies, it was, uh, it's not like his grade A stellar work. I mean, it's very good work. It's kind of like a, a B level film, I'd say. I think mm. the, the film's kind of ha- because it's well, the budget was twenty three million, so it's not like a a small picture. But I kind of wonder how much was that for wages for for Damon and Douglas. Mm. It, it, it never it, it just feels like a kind of like a, a um like a TV movie with a really really good cast and a really good art budget. So it doesn't quite have the scope that you want in, a, in like in a film for the cinema. But you're kind of mm-hmm. dealing with an artist like Liberace, he's like all about showmanship. It never quite goes into like that. Excuse me, into that kind of side of things of him, really. But it's st- still like a really good film. But it's not as good or as inventive as his like proper kind of top tier work. Yeah, and I would. I mean, he does. St- he does do a lot of sort of low key stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's he kind of started in that kind of independent stuff in the early 90s of it sex lives and videotape was the film that kind of put him on the map i think that that win can cans which one uh sex lives and videotape 
You see, which I think I'm, is trying, a, is I, a, I'm trying to think sex has invented when, if I've seen it when, it must be, I don't even know, do you know what I mean? It's, well, it's like, when did it come out? 1989. So 1989. Yeah, it won the Palm Door. Yeah, Palm Door. That kind of got him kind of big kind of cultural respect. But mm. I think it was very much a film of its time in that kind of independent American era. But you know, I mean, it is an important film in that because of the success of that film, that kind of begat the careers of like Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino and the other independent or, you know, people mm-hmm. from that kind of era. So it is like an important film. Whether or not it still holds up is, you know, a little bit suspect because I, he did, did that for me. He didn't follow it up for ages, really. I mean, he's just kind of like a um, really good film then I remember him doing is um, Schizopolis, which is a very independent film, a very weird film, but very good, though. Have you two seen that? He, he seems to have, although I suppose he kept probably a lot of his in independent type sort of style he 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 seemed to do and it was all very much more weirder stuff until he got to sort of um the sort of big hollywood break one yeah which was probably out of sight wasn't that it? was probably like if he skits up with his film before that and that kind of felt like he got rid of all of his kind of you know independent stuff I mean, that film's got like uh flash forwards and people speaking italian for no reason it's all it's mm-hmm. a very weird film and he kind of gets all of his independence about the system and does uh, Out of Sight, which has still got that kind of independent edge to it because it's got that kind of great thing with the kind of colour tones. It's got those yeah. like, the kind of silvers and the kind of modern stuff and the flashbacks all and the kind of bright yellows and stuff. But um, that, sir, I think, is a very, very good film that people kind of... Have people forgotten it a little bit? What? Out of Sight? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's probably remembered more as J-Lo's big break yeah. than anything else, I'd say. Back when she could actually like act in good films. Yeah, I would say it's probably remembered as, as J-Lo actually doing some acting and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then Clooney as well, I suppose, probably, you know. Yeah, but then he does um, what I feel is sort of a true masterpiece, which is The Limey. Oh, the Limey is just amazing. I love that film. I think that is probably Terrence Stamp's best film. It's great, isn't it? And oh, it's brilliant. It's just his kind of Terrence Stamp at the centre of that film, just being so angry. He's an angry yeah. man, <laughs> and he just he just hits people really hard. It's just it's just is he is just a, a pure bad ass. Yeah, a uh-huh. bit when he's like, "You tell them I'm coming." You tell him. You tell him I'm coming. Tell him I'm fucking coming. Yeah, it's just a very, very, it's just a very, very badass man. Yeah. And you know, he, this, I think it's the funny thing about it is that they use the the scenes from uh, of Terrence Stamp in yeah, it's in like an older film, isn't it? Sixties film. Yeah, and he kind of comes back in as like the same as if character. he's the same character. Yeah, but then that's still like a very independent flavor film. It's got that kind of weird structure. Yeah, that, that was more. It was as if he did out of sight. And then to me, the limey is is more sort of back the ways. Yeah. But then he can he kind of hits the proper mainstream with Aaron Brockovich, which well that's a, as, that that actually then was probably the the sort of that was the kind the of the, major thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean it's from that it's, then that he went on to do all the probably his biggest stuff. Then you know, although I, I find Brockovich quite dry, mm. you know, it's not really a kind of a just it's not the kind of movie I would just sit down and want to watch. You know, yeah. it's it's a he does have films like that. The Limey would be like that. And then Ocean's Eleven would be like that. Yeah. Um, 
Aaron Brogovich, not too much. It's a very really? kind of, I think it's a very um, kind of mainstream audience based film. You've got Julia Roberts, you've got that kind of, you know, the lawyer from the bad side of the tracks does good. It's a very mm-hmm. kind of, that kind of uh, audience kind of sucking in, that, you know, the, yeah. the moms and that kind of thing. And then the, where there's Ocean's Eleven is kind of the, the other side of the mainstream audience. People just want to watch something kind of cool and flashy with George Clooney in it. Which, you know, the, the first one's good, apart from... Ocean's Eleven is actually really qu- quite good. I really quite like Ocean's Eleven. They fall apart after that, the, the two sequels, but... Yeah. I think it's Don um, Cheadle's English accent. That's what brings it down. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, no, the, I mean, the Ocean's Eleven, the first one, I think is a very slick, um, you know, movie. And then, of course, from it then... You actually got it led on to like um, that the remake of what do you call it the Italian job and stuff. You know they were all direct. Oh yeah, they became consequences. Like the kind of keeper movie came back a little bit, and the kind of twisty keeper movie yeah. kind of came back into into me. And then he kind of next one was Solaris, which is a, another sort of slightly more back to indie type thing. Yeah. But then I would probably argue that that period of films there, he's kind of never quite hit that same kind of audience again. No, I mean, he's, he's done the, the mainstream kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's done the yeah. next two Oceans films, which are kind of big films, but they were just kind of, was it because he was making it or because it was a George mm. Clooney film, you know? I would I think... say, sort of this is skipping along quite a bit, but it's probably his next big one after that is probably Magic Mike. Yeah, he's is... kind of, Drifted Which up. I actually watched only a, like a week or two ago. Good film, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's. It, I think what would have happened there though is a lot of people would have thought they were going in to see a different movie than they actually did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were, well, I think it was probably advertised more of a straight up comedy type thing. Yeah, the, the trailer really kind of makes it feel like a more kind of campy film. When it isn't, it's very much a Soderbergh movie. It's all yeah. sort of very low key and. You know, you know, handheld camera, and you know, it's like it's not really like ha ha funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's that period. He kind of started doing kind of more genre films, I and mean, he did The Informant, which was again another keeper movie. But that was yeah. a Matt Damon, wasn't it? And they did Haywire with the uh, kind of uh, the lady, de- lady born film. Yeah, which I mean, was alright. It could have been. I think it's it's like he tries these things, but he can never quite not just do what he does you yeah. know hate wire there's a few really good sort of action fight sequences in it but then there's a lot of sort of low-key downtime stuff yeah you know um and so and, and again it was probably marketed more like an action movie and i think people would have went in thinking that's what it was gonna be oh it, it was marketed to be like jason bourne wasn't it that's, yeah you know, and then uh, Janet thinking, well that's not the same again contagion probably you know marketed as like a, a end of the world um outbreak type film yeah but it didn't have any monkeys or did it that was the thing and then not really being that you know so i think his films i think they, that that happens because i think of the success of oceans 11 which is what a lot of people will probably associate him with but then i would say actually a lot of people wouldn't even have a clue who directed oceans 11 not really, because it's more about the the the, the uh, George Clooney, isn't it? It's more about the 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 cast that was in it, because yeah. it's quite a big cast for the time. Mm. So you know, I mean, uh, looking at his whole career, I think you know he's he's done some very good films and done a couple of alright films, but yeah, you know. he's not like he's not he's he's not prolific. He's worked. He's you know he's he's steadily released like a film a year. Yeah, 
in the last couple of years, it seems to be like a film out every kind of six months. He kind of got all his all his films done and out of the way. Sort of made, you know, made films and had films out and just done that quite steadily. But like he never sort of, you know, he, 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 you know, he hasn't sort of strayed into doing, you know, I'd say people would, would have said to Soderbergh, you know, do you know, big budget stuff. And I think he's kind of stayed away from that, you know? Yeah. Because it could have been very easily kind of, kept on going with like um i think after he did the oceans um films he could have probably kept on making those kind of big budget films like we don't we probably don't get a lot of stuff because yeah. it, it doesn't do well in america or they just decide it's not for us which is mm. ironic because you know i would say probably in america it's those are that's the place where a lot of soderbergh stuff are probably going to get less of a yeah i think like his last film is not getting a theatrical release in america but it is in the uk that's interesting. I wasn't. Was it always planned as a TV movie? I don't, or? No, I think because apparently they were talking about making it way back when they were doing Traffic in the early two thousands. You know, a long time ago. But I think all the studios didn't want to do the film because it was too gay. Which you no. know, I mean, fair play, the film is pretty gay. Um, <laughs> but Douglas and Damon kind of stood by and said, "No, we, we want to do this film with him." And it just took a long time for it to get the money to, to get financed. And eventually, I think yeah. HBO did it. And the only, the, the only way they could do it was to make it a TV film. So, and it's 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 getting ma- major, sort of, you know, a major like a pretty good response. Yeah, I should say Douglas is so good in it. He's you know the great the great thing is he kind of totally because. Douglas is a very kind of particular actor. You know, he's not a very kind of... He's always, in his films, he's Michael Douglas. You know what I mean? He's a very kind of masculine... Yeah. Michael Douglas kind of actor. But it's we, already won awards too, did you know? It, did it win something at uh, Cannes? Because it was in competition there, I think it was. The uh, It won the Palm Dog Award. The best dog. Yeah. It's a good dog in that film. There's a lot of good dogs <laughs> in that film. But in, the, but in this film, he kind of he, he kind of totally kind of goes into the Liberace character. It's, it's, he, he, he kind of doesn't... You don't get all those kind of Michael Douglas mannerisms. That that kind of that certain kind of set to his jaw isn't there in the in this film at all. It's really kind of interesting film for Michael Douglas to do. It's completely away from what his normal comfort zone is. So mm. It'll be a shame if he doesn't get like at least nominated when it comes around to the Oscar season. Because I wonder how it, yeah because it's because it's going to have been put out as a TV movie. I wonder how that will work. Yeah, will it get nominated? It's a, I don't know if it's going to get like pushed into the Golden Globes or if it's going to get pushed into the mm, Emmys. Emmys, or, maybe. Or because Interesting. It, it got a theatrical release in the UK, does that mean it's eligible for BAFTAs over here, but not Oscars over there? I don't know. I've got a clue. It's very we'll weird, find, isn't we'll it? find out. Oh, but yeah. Wow. Um, so it good. Go watch The Limey if you've not seen it, because that's an awesome Yeah, film. cool. Yeah. I think I think looking down that list, there's quite a few films that I've not seen that I wouldn't mind watching, actually. So I'm, I mean, I've heard people say that Che Guevara, the two Che Guevara films are very good. I've heard that as well, yeah. I think I think both of them aren't they on like on the same Blu-ray if you buy them or the same disc like you can get like two of them in, like on one disc I think. Oh, probably I wouldn't know. I think they're on the film oh. anyway, but yeah, I uh, I I really like um, Soderbergh. I think you know he's got some interesting films there, you know, both from a kind of independent standpoint and a kind of more mainstream standpoint. So uh, yeah, go go check his work out if you've not seen it, especially the Limey. You he's tell him awesome. I'm coming. I'm just looking as well. He's also one of the films that he's done. He's also credited as, as the person as who turned away Sasha Gray from porn into acting. So he <laughs> might be angry. He might have angered a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Enraged. I like my porn. Well, that's that's a good. Thanks for letting us know, Jared. It's lethal watching. I've got a quiz. 
A quiz that is a quiz. It's got questions and answers. That sounds like an awesome theme tune. Um, basically, what I did was I. Do you remember the last quiz I did? Uh, was that the uh, taglines? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it again. Yes. yes. No, that's uh, bad. But it's this time, I, I didn't. I, I didn't even try to make it easy. <laughs> 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 no, that's a lie. There are one or two that are dead easy, and the rest I was just like. Fuck them. <laughs> Let's see um, what they get here. You see, Jared, I'm not sure I'm going to like this, because the last time we did this, I, I ended up watching Day of the Dolphin. <laughs> you know, it, it, I hold you accountable for that. Well, it, it was your fault. As I say, I just decided, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to pick some <laughs> reasonably obscure things and we'll see how it goes. Well, so go what it. we Mom. do, um, who goes first? So I'm going to flip the um, coaster okay. and you can either have patterned or known. Uh, non. So non-pattern. Oh, it's pattern. It's flowers. Oh, nice. Um, so it's pattern. So Martin's gonna go oh. first. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. So Martin, ready to go? Yes. Tense. I'm feeling the tension already, man. Don't like Tag it. Line number one. The first casualty of war is innocence. I'm going to say Schindler's List. No, Phil. I think it, it can't be this obvious, but is it Casualties of War? No. Ah! <laughs> it the tune. Ah, oh. I was in the right genre. I was in the right genre. Yeah. I was okay. thinking, well, I was thinking war, Platoon. Yes, well done. Casualties of War is fitting up. So, the, Martin, so nothing and no, no pass on to Phil. All right, so Phil. Walking the donut. There we go. Tagline number two. Yes, I'm ready, Jared. Ready? I'm ready. This is Benjamin. He's a little worried about his future. Benjamin? I know this one. Clearly... Ooh, Martin knows it. It's clearly not time cop. <laughs> and it's not, back to, it's not, back, not back to the future. Benjamin. I don't know. California, man. It's not, is it? I don't know it. No. No. Martin. Oh. The graduate. Yes! Oh! Martin. <laughs> okay. Out of my comfort zone. Right, Martin. Yeah. Next one for you. Ah, oh, two-point lead potential here. Good lord. Ready? Yeah. He's out to prove he's got nothing to prove. <laughs> he's out to prove he's got nothing to prove. Um, right, I'm thinking some kind of wacky comedy. <laughs> I'm going to say... Juice Bigelow. No, Phil. I don't know, but, but that sentence makes no sense, and it's kind of special poetry. <laughs> well, once you hear the film, you'll know. He's out to prove. He's got nothing to prove. Um, out for justice. No. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. oh. Right. At, least, at least Martin hasn't got the two-point lead, though. That, that, that would have no, been no. crucial. Phil, you ready? Crucial. I'm ready. This is the weekend they didn't play golf. Weekend they didn't play golf. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is the weekend they didn't play golf. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I, I don't think I'm gonna throw this out there. Yep. Caddyshack two. No. Oh. I'm gonna go with Caddyshack one. No. Oh. Deliverance. 
<laughs> no way! Is that, the, that is seriously the title for Deliverance. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so it's Martin. It's like a keeper film. Yeah, you ready? Oh, potential two point lead again. I don't like this. <laughs> okay, Martin. This is for you. It's time for a new kind of magic. My gut instinct says. Space Jam? No! Phil? The Jared's now says, can I have it again? Can I have it the, the, the tagline again, please, Jared? Okay. It's time for a new kind of magic. The I instantly there go to think it's kind of magic, which can only lead me to Highlander. Is it no. Highlander? <laughs> it's Highlander 2! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Phil, on the cusp. Oh, so close. You were, you, Phil, you were, that was, I knew, that's as I knew close it was Queen. As you I knew it was Queen. You know what I'm so saying? Kind of magic. That, that's as close to a steal as you'll probably get. Oh, man. It's time for a new kind of magic. It's in, it's in oh, new, new kind of magic. I get it now. Jesus. All right. Okay. Yeah. So this is for you then, is it, Phil? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you ready? Come on, to, to draw it level. Come on, Phil. Come on, Phil. You can do it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You knew the name. You knew the number. You know the name. You know the number. What the hell? I um. Shh, I this. Is it um Reno nine one one? No. <sighs> Damn Mon it. Hmm? Right, I know it's a James Bond film. I oh, think it's Goldeneye. Yes! Oh. <laughs> That's in! <laughs> Ooh, so oh. Martin could be on to a three-point lead Three-point lead. Wow. He stole the point. You ready? Point lead. Oh, yes. my goodness. So next one for Martin. <clears throat> you ready? Yep. It's terrific. Did Pat Sharp ever do Funhouse the movie? <laughs> if not, um, why not? It's terrific. <laughs> it's terrific. Uh, scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> Phil? Uh, it, it's terrific. Mr. Destiny. No. Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> wow. These are all real folks. I didn't even think that film would have a tagline. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. You ready, Phil? Oh, I, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Next one for Phil. Okay. Okay. A monk, a punk, a chick in a kick-ass flick. Bulletproof monk. Yes. Yes. Oh, Phil is on the scoreboard. Yes. Oh, right. You pressure ready? On, pressure on yeah. Martin now. He's got Martin. to maintain that lead. Okay, well, I have to. It's gone a bit weird. Let me just. You ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, I need to word wrap notepad to get this in. <laughs> I'm still recording as well. This is good. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> yeah. Martin. He's a covert agent trained in Vietnam. He has a master sixth degree black belt in Aikido and a family in the mafia. He's a cop with an attitude. Could you repeat that? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Ready? 
He's a covert agent trained in Vietnam. He has a master sixth degree black belt in Aikido and family in the mafia. He's a cop with attitude. I want to see that film so bad. Um, you probably have seen it, Phil. I probably have. <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know if this is a film. Um, I'm going to just say, cop who has mafia connections. <laughs> <laughs> no, Phil. Oh, right. Can, can I have it again, please, Jared? Oh God. <laughs> He was a covert agent trained in Vietnam. He has a master sixth degree black belt in Aikido and family in the mafia. He's a cop with attitude. Right. So we're talking Vietnam, Kung Fu skills. It has to be a Chuck Norris film. It has to be a Chuck film. Yeah. Now, which one is he a cop? Not Walker, Texas Ranger, because, you know, he wouldn't be in the mafia in Texas. It's not Mission USA because he wasn't a cop in that. It wasn't Delta Force because he was in the Delta Force, not a cop. And now I've run out of Chuck Norris films I can think of off the top of my head. Lone Wolf McQuaid. No. Ah. It wasn't a Chuck Norris film. It was a no Steven way. Seagal movie. Oh, that was my really? second choice. Above the law. Oh. Right. So, of course I've seen that. Phil. This is to draw, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you ready? <sighs> yeah. The Magnificent One. The Magnificent One? Yeah. The Magnificent One. Oh, crap. I don't know this. The Magnificent One. Battle Beyond the Stars. No, that oh. is the tagline to The Magnificent Seven. Oh. I what? don't know why, but that's it. Are you weren't thinking to hand it over to Martin then? Oh, well, Martin wouldn't have gone. I would, I would have said <laughs> the guru, so it's fine. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> for you. You ready? Yeah. The magic is back. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Wait. Oh. I know this. The magic is back. The magic is back. <laughs> I'm going to say Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Phil? This one's for you. You ready? Yeah. The magic is back again. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 3? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for a, se for a second there, I was thinking, he's going to go... I threw these ones in there for you gonna... guys. I wanted someone to get some scores. Yeah, but I was thinking, uh, like, he's going to go, with, this is going to be Lethal, Lethal Weapon 4. He's playing, this is a bluff. <laughs> you ready, Martin? Yes. Laugh, cry, sure, the pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Citizen Kane, surely. <laughs> Day of the Dolphin. I'm just going to guess Lethal Weapon 4. No! <laughs> <laughs> Phil, any ideas? Is it Laugh, Cry? Share the Pants. <sighs> oh! The Travelling Sisterhood of the Yaya's Pants? <laughs> Phil, so close! So close. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Right. Oh, you were so close, yeah, yeah. Phil. I can't, I can't take that, can I? No. Uh, and that would have been evens. That would have drew it. Is it still 2-1, is it? Yeah, three, it's 2-1. Two, two, three, two, so 3-2 to Martin. And there are two left. Oh, my God. So I need, I need this to tie and put the pressure on, yeah? So is this, this is for you, Phil? Yeah. That's right. Okay. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll hurl. 
You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll hell. I think I know it. Come on, Phil, you need this, Phil, come on. <clears throat> you'll cry, you'll hell. Clues in the thing. Yeah, I, I know. think I know. I don't know. I don't know it. Police Academy. Oh, Phil! <laughs> Monty Python, the meaning of life. No! Is it not? Wayne's World. Oh. Oh. So, Martin, if you get this, it's over. Okay. If you don't nice. get this, it goes to Phil, and Phil could draw. Good. We go to a Okay, yes. So this one's for it. This is it. Never been so tense. I feel so tense. Okay, right. This is it. You ready? Yeah. I'm still recording as well. Three <laughs> percent body fat, one percent brain activity. Body fat, one percent brain activity. Mm, I'm going to have to guess, and I'm going to guess. Christ, everything's just. I'm going to just guess Jurassic Park. It's wrong, but I can't think. Oh no, Martin. Oh, Bill. Three percent body fat. One percent brain, brain activity. activity. I'm assuming it's got a good-looking a good-looking person somewhere in the film. I can't think of any films with any good-looking people in. I can't think of films with people in right now, to be honest. I know. <laughs> Mannequin. No. Oh. Oh. Zoolander. Oh. Zoolander. Well, there we go. So Martin wins three, two. Oh, curse well done, you, Martin. Ben Who won the last one? I won, didn't I? I think. Oh, so okay, so we're one each. So I'll do <laughs> another one of these at some stage, and that'll be the decider. Yeah. Wow. Tense. Wow. Tense. You guys get on and read up on taglines. <laughs> yeah, I, I just read. <laughs> I just read all the film posters from all time. <laughs> For of all time. Yeah, including <laughs> Citizen Bloody Kane. Well, there we go. Another quizzy rascal done. Good job, because you rascal. Cool. Nice one. So there we go. So we'll have a decider at some stage. Maybe next time we'll just do it. Yeah, on the uh, the third part of the Dragon Trilogy podcast. Hulden <laughs> Christiansen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Am What's I right? He doing nowadays, actually. I don't know, but what I'm is Hayden Christian doing nowadays? I believe he's working on the sequel to Jumper. Is he? Cardigan. <laughs> In his house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping. <laughs> Tank top. Just Tank jumping top. off that sofa. <laughs> Hayden, get down off that sofa. He's currently outside JJ Abrams' house going, Give me another chance. Come I can on. do it. Yeah. I can come. I, I can, can be a, do it. I could be a force ghost in part seven, yeah. I yeah, could be yeah. Luke Skywalker's son, because I then look like his daddy. That would be so good. No, I wouldn't. Goodbye, Hayden Christensen. You're dead. Dead to me. You ruined Star Wars. <laughs> well, I don't think we could put the blame squarely on him. But... I, I, I can. I can and will. Okay, done. Thanks. You kidding, you bitch. It's all on your shoulders. Anyway, <laughs> good, good podcast, boys.
Cool. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good quiz, Jared. Thank you. Good yeah, turning up late, Martin. And the next time we speak, Phil. We will have actually met in person. We will wow. have had bum sex. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't wait. Like, we'll only speak after, though. <laughs> yeah. He'll just grab me in the street and have his rough, way, rough Irish way with me. And then, hello, Phil. See, if anyone wonders what ConCon Con is, it's basically Bad like Michael Bowen pool party. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's slightly different than what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, it'll be like Michael Barrymore's pool party. You think that'll be the good version? I know. Open. <laughs> yeah. You already said it's going to be like the Blue Oyster Club. Yeah, me and Jared will just walk in and everybody will be wearing like leather clothes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what people wear. <laughs> I, I am actually envious of you. You are, aren't you? I think, yeah, that would be awesome. It's gonna be gonna be a good, good, good Saturday, that is. It is, and a really and a bad Sunday. Bad Sunday. <laughs> Me and Jerry got up very early trying to navigate through Glasgow back to the airport. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. It'll be a, a jewel. That's fine. I've, I've got an app on my phone that tells you where nearby buses are. So, oh, okay, go. sweet. There you go. Um, I, it's my eyes normally. <laughs> well, well, we'll see who works the best. In <laughs> Fancy! <laughs> It'll be a combination of your eyes and my phone. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we're, we're we're totally going to miss our flights. We we really are going to miss them proper, like really miss them. Like I'm, I'm imagining we'll end up like that um, TV show that was ages ago where the people got cryogenically frozen in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, that. And oh, they God. woke up like 30 years <laughs> later. <laughs> it was all apocalyptic. Oh, that was on ITV and it was terrible. Yeah, do you remember? the worst ending to that show. Oh, it was horrific. Mm. Oh, man. I, see, I was going to say it could end up like um, the... Um... Some train it was called, like the train or... The tunnel, I think it was. Oh, they were in a tunnel, weren't they? Time team? Or suiting, yeah. It was time team. Time, time team. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's in poor taste. Didn't one of them die this week or something? Didn't Terry Nuckins die? Yeah, no, the uh, the, the guy... Mike? The professor guy from time no. team. Which one? The guy who was in it forever. The guy with the beard? <laughs> Marek Dalmine. He did on. have a beard, yes. <laughs> but not not the guy who did the digging, I don't think. Not the, the, the Cornish not, guy with the ginger like the hair. Corny. No, not him. That was another guy. Like Oh man, was it with it one with the jumpers? Yeah, the jumpers, jumper guy. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so we, we'll, we'll uh, dedicate this podcast to his memory. Damn straight. Whatever your name was, jumper man with the beard and the oh, glasses. Man, I bet in heaven he's getting man? all the fossils. Alan Grant. Yeah, Alan Grant. That's his name. Wow. You remember that episode with him and uh, Tony? Ed. That episode with him and Tony Robinson had to restart a park. Put Sam Neil. <laughs> Sam Neill's dead. Oh. <laughs> it's so taken so early. Anyways, cool. Well, you know that'll do, Martin. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Oh, well. Yes, have fun. We will, Martin. Without you, Bill. I'll see you soon too. Yes, we'll speak soon, and I will see you in the physical flesh. Physical flesh. <laughs> makes me feel cold and deadly, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Physical flesh. Bye. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.
Lethal Watching was brought to you by Phil Doyle and Gerard Boyle. I'm Martin Gobian. In association with abadeducation.com. <laughs>